Hello, welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. So to kick it off, we do have a teeny bit of news. Um, I am hosting a book club over with BLM Carson City and Little Anti-Racism Book Club. We are reading Freedom is a Constant Struggle by Angela Davis. And that one is an essay collection. It's a little shorter. I'm an audiobook person, so I know it's about five or six hours long. I don't know how many pages. But if you'd like to jump in on our book club, it is free and open to everyone via Zoom. So um, we will link it in all of our stuff. If you wanted to join in, you still have plenty of time to read because our first meeting is Sunday, May 9th. Nice. And I am going to just let you know that the full moon for April is April 26th, pink moon. So if you're joining along in our Power of the Full Moon Club, I have a fun creativity ritual for you. And we will also have the next round of uh, moon clubs up in my Etsy shop around that time. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Great. I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. I think we forgot to do that last week, too. I noticed when I was editing. It's okay. <laughs> Things happen. They'll figure mm-hmm. it out. We do have, we have different sounding voices. I think so. But who knows? Lots of people say every woman sounds the same on a podcast. These things happen. Mm -hmm. Did you finish anything this week? No. So we're recording sooner than we normally do. For those of you Mm -hmm. who are listening, Uh, we moved our date around because I have my second vaccine appointment on our regular time. And I didn't want to be super sleepy because I got really sleepy after my first one. Uh, So we're recording and it's a festive day to be recording. We're recording on 420. Hell yeah. This is where (laughs) you put in the reggae music in the background. (laughs) Yeah. So we're really excited to be here with you today. Although we didn't finish anything. I have been working on stuff, some cool stuff. You want to see my moonshawl? I do want to see your moonshawl. You posted a picture of it. I saw I did. I posted a picture of it today. So I cast on Emily's waxing moon shawl. This one is available to our Fiber Cup and Patreon members, um, but it'll be public in time for all your adventy needs. So I'm almost done with quarter one. Wow. You're zooming. Yeah, I am zooming. It's so potato chippy. I love it. And so I'm sure you guys have all seen this before. It's Emily's circular or half circle, depending on how much you make it wedges. And I'm doing two wedges of each color so that the full circle will be 12 different colors for my little like wheel of the year shawl. I have wolf moon and snail moon and I'm working on worm moon. It's See, we thought weird. we were done saying worm in a weird way, but we have found many excuses to continue saying worm in a really weird way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, really loving it. And I'm so excited to start putting in quarter two colorways because they're really, really springy and happy. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And then I also put in a little work on the shorty socks for my sweetie that I'm doing to use up the leftovers I had of the Hawaii Bazaar or in high school holes club stuff. So they're so pink. They're so pink. Yeah. So I just have the the start of the foot of a little, a little sock. It has a little gray toe for contrast. And then the happy pink from Hawaii Bazaar. I see you're doing the stitch marker thing again. Did you like that when you tried it last time? I did like the stitch marker thing, but I'm contemplating doing the flegal heel on these that is something I did want to talk about with you. So with the flegal heel, you have like 100% of your foot circumference through the foot. 
And for the flegal heel, you increase to about 150% of the stitches and then do the short row heel and that'll reduce it back down to 100%. But these are 80 stitches. That would be a lot of stitches if I bumped that up to 150%. Yeah, but that's what you would do if you were doing a top-down gusset as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that unreasonable. That's a good point. I should just forge ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. I discovered that like I knit on socks mostly these days while I am reading things on my iPad. But I mean, I cranked out another inch or so on it last night. They're making me really happy. It's I so do a cute. little. I do a little bit of ribbing on the top of the foot so that they um, fit a little snugger because I have a very picky partner about his socks, and I love him very dearly. But enough about my things. What have you been working on? I worked on some stuff that I can't show and talk about. So of course, yay. Uh, I also the main thing I've been knitting on that we can talk about is the triangles the triangles the triangles i finished the second row so i have two complete rows and they're the biggest rows so it'll only go faster from here it's true my needle is like stabbing through multiple layers of this so one moment please Hmm. the hazard submitting (gasps) oh my goodness emily it is so pretty these colors are phenomenal so i've started on my third Row, mm-hmm. so you can see the triangle edge kind of forming mm-hmm. it is gorgeous how many rows will there be total i think there's five mm. but the last one is just two triangles and i'm over mm-hmm. the halfway point in terms of knitting time and quantity because of mm-hmm. how the top is the biggest that is so pretty that just even that recipe too would be such a good stash buster yeah yeah so i definitely think that i'm going to release it as whatever I end up naming it. I don't have a name for it yet. Any name suggestions? Uh, And be like, it could be a shawl or it could be a blanket and you could really do it on whatever weight you want. I've done it in fingering weight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll take the time. I don't know. I'm on kind of a time crunch for it. So it might be like, I take the time to make triangles in other weights of yarn and let you know. Because I know that each of these triangles is like, a little bit under five grams, which is helpful for people who want to do it with mini skeins. So I could do that with the other weights, but I might do it like after the pattern comes out as an update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's, that's what that cute. is. <laughs> and I love all your color placements too. Yes. I did really strategically plan those because the um, Amanda Gorman and the Michelle Obama colors are like mm-hmm. both red and yellow, but one one is like a really bright red and yellow and one is a really deep like burgundy and gold. Mm-hmm. I didn't want those to be next to each other at all mm-hmm. because they look, I mean, they, it's fine, but I just, they really like grabbed your eye as being kind of similar. So I took care mm-hmm. to piece them apart um, yeah. in my color layout. It's gorgeous. I cannot wait to see the finished product. Me too. What else you've been working on? Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, I have one more. Okay, go for it. Well, it's my design, but yeah. it's kind of, this will bleed a little bit into my acquisitions because it's, it's inside of one of my acquisitions. <gasps> it's so pretty. I got, I got this bag. Oh my God, I need from, one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's from Yarn and Whiskey and I love her color choice for her fabrics. They're just bold graphics. They're so pretty. And this one is kind of like 
there it's kind of floral or kind of like a ginkgo leaf and it's black and white and yellow. And every time I see it, I want to start singing that old like club pop, black and yellow, black and yellow. Um, They're very art deco looking. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did get one for a giveaway. Nice. But this is, I believe, the extra large size and it is fitting all eight skeins of my avatar, um, avatars thingy majig. And it's just a really nice, it's sturdy without being like thickly interfaced. Like I like both types of bags, ones that are like more quilted and interfaced, but this one is just nice and stiff and sturdy. Everything is great about it. We should all buy yarn and whiskey stuff. And inside I have so much yarn. Oh my God, it's exploding. (laughs) It is exploding. I'm trying really hard not to shut yarn into the zipper. I actually have to turn it right side out because I have been using your trick of knitting color work inside out so that your floats have lots of room. How's that going for you? Really well. I've just kept the whole thing inside out the whole time. And that's been helpful. Yeah. I really, especially like it for smaller circumference color work like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been pretty much living out on my deck in my pod chair, just knitting away on this and listening to podcasts and audiobooks. but I've made it one full rotation through all the colors. I am up on something here. Oh, Oh, good, good. I've pulled a float real tight. I'll have oh, to fix that no. <laughs> hate to see. It. Oh, my God. It's huge. <gasps> it's huge. Well, yeah. I do want this to wrap around twice, and I'm just loving everything about it. I am, like you were saying, picking up my color choices very, um, very carefully. It's, you know, I've got my first air section, water, earth, fire. Wow. It's so pretty. Also, you're so fast. I need to pay you to knit color work samples for me. (laughs) No, I'm only doing this because I haven't been dying as much and I have a lot more free time, like anytime, but summer, I don't have the time for this, but it's, it's a nice mix because I've been doing five rows of plain between every like motif. Mm -hmm. So it's been a nice mix of some parts that are just vanilla and some parts that are color work but I think it's going to be really nice it's going to wrap around uh two times it looks so good yeah and I think the colors turned out really good they're visually identifiable as avatar the last airbender stuff for sure for sure I should get mine done we could do like a mini collection of element cowls Hmm. yeah yeah I think it'll be a good time I did come up with the idea like for the pattern, I'm pretty much just going to write the charts and like a brief outline of what I did. I also want to, with, I'm sure I'm going to have a little bit of scraps left over in the end, do like a little headband. Um, that's the same idea for somebody who doesn't want to in, invest in eight skeins of yarn. <laughs> Not that you have to do this in my yarn, but you know, yeah, yeah. someone who doesn't want to knit. The headband like, will be cute. Yeah. Someone who doesn't want to knit like eight miles of color work. Well, or for someone who has like the mini skein set. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I've been working on. Well, that's gorgeous. I love it. So I guess, did you, wait, you didn't have any more whips. Nope. Then let me show you the giveaway bag that I got. Oh yeah. I want to see. I want to see. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. I'm just trying to keep it nice. So I'm keeping it in the paper. (gasps) I got the, it's the quote unquote large size, but it's on the smaller end of her range. Um, and this one is the flowers for Kamala pattern um, print so that they offer. Pretty. And it's like a really, it's 
color. Mm-hmm. It's the same design as mine with like the floral slash ginkgo leaf looking thing, but the um the foliage is bright pink and the background is green and it's just a graphic print. I think this would be a really good size bag for like a one or two skein project. And they like pop up real good. This would be perfect for like a pair of socks mm-hmm. or a hat. Perfect for a one skein thing. We'll have to come up with a reason to do a giveaway. We will. Mm-hmm. Maybe a stripe along prize. Oh yeah. For the summer MCAL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just to hype the- it. Something like that. Cute. There's the yarn and whiskey info. If anybody who's watching this wants to see it, I will link it in the show notes. Awesome. Did you acquire anything this week? I have not. So good. It's not because I'm so good. It's because we're recording so soon after the last time we recorded. I'm cheating. <laughs> That's funny. Well, sweet. We can talk about our occult corner this week. And since we're recording on uh, April 20th, we're going to talk about herbs today. Mm-hmm. No specific herbs, just herbs. So tell us about herbal magic, Emily. Yeah. So I just have a little overview primer on herbal magic. So some herbs that I like to use that I think are pretty easy to grow. Rosemary, which is good for memory aid, attraction, remembrance, and cleansing. Uh, <laughs> lavender, which is sleep, dreams, serenity, love, purification, and clarity. Uh, I think it's interesting that amethysts are associated with sleep. Right. And Isn't so it- is lavender. And they're both the same color. I know, right? Steaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, basil, luck, prosperity, and peace, mm. and sage cleansing and purifying. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about how to harvest and dry your own herbs, I have a whole blog post on the Fiber Coven Patreon uh, detailing how I dry my basil and my rosemary. Yeah. So you can also associate different herbs with the elements. So if you want to like do some herbal magic and you uh, like to associate things with the different elements, uh, air, uh, things that are fragrant, like uh, lavender, lemongrass, mint, and pine can all be in the air element. Earth, like earthy smelling things like cypress or patchouli. Mm. I've also seen some people like nourishing like things that are food fire things that have like a red sap or taste kind of hot like ginger clove cinnamon Mm -hmm. water like juicy fruits or things that grow near water like iris or jasmine Mm. Mm -hmm. nice yeah so it's kind of like crystals where you can kind of work with these different tool sets and incorporate whatever type of magic you want Uh, Because you can just do whatever you want to do. And different ways to use herbs. Uh, A sachet is like a bag of herbs. And this one is my go-to because they're so easy to make. And they're like not messy at all. Um, You just put dry herbs that you've chosen to work with together in a bag. A bonus is you could knit a bag. Um, So it's a good place to incorporate knitting into your witchcraft. And you could wear the bag, carry it, or like put it in a specific spot where you're trying to bring whatever intentions you're giving these herbs. Another thing you can make is an infusion. Uh, so you could infuse like almond, coconut, or olive oil with herbs and place it in the sun for a few weeks. Or you could uh, do it on like a double boiler with low heat for a few hours. 
And that's a good way to incorporate like scent into your practice. Like we talked about in our incense alternative episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, And another way that you can use that infusion is to mix it with one part wax to four parts of the oil to make like a balm. Yeah. I have a little balm thing from Baby Vidu that I really like, and it's got some little herby chunks in there. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some, some ways, some different herb suggestions and ways you can use herbs. So we didn't really like clarify before we recorded what exactly about herbs we were talking about. And I took my research in a different direction and I was Googling about how people use cannabis in their practices. Um, I love it. Now we have two times the information. Two times. Oh, please. I don't have information. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's just interesting. Just came across stuff about how many different cultures have used um, mind altering substances in their practice. I mean, some of these things can be a little problematic, but like pretty much every oracle or shaman in history is linked to some sort of drug use. Should we even call them drugs? I don't know. They're just plants, Mm -hmm. plants that come from the earth. People do good things with them. People do bad things with them. There are plants that make you feel good and plants that'll just effing kill you. Mm -hmm. Like mushrooms. Some of them taste like beef. Some of them make you see God. Some of them just make you dead. (laughs) (laughs) But like the oracles at Delphi were like known to be surrounded by like steaming pots of incense and smokes of various things. Um, Cannabis is also like featured in a lot of Hindu spiritualism. And honestly, though, like whatever makes you feel good in your own practice Mm -hmm. and That's really great. And just like Emily was talking about and all the like different preparations, like one doesn't even have to um, ingest anything that'll mess with your mind when it comes to like hemp and cannabis and stuff. There's all sorts of balms and oils and tinctures and things that are just CBD and not THC, which is THC is the one that goes to your head. CBD is the one that like they say relaxes your body and things. And like I said, they, they make it into all sorts of medicines, tinctures, teas, drops. I live in California where all of this is very legal and you can just walk into a store and get, we can have CBD here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Honestly though, like CBD is pretty nice in my experience. Like when I was in Spain, right before the pandemic hit, like it's the same thing there. You can buy CBD anywhere. Even if you're a foreigner, I asked the guy in the shop, he was happy to sell it to me. And I do experience some, a lot of travel anxiety. So I found it really helpful Mm -hmm. and they just, you know, had a little like CBD gum and I was a very chill traveler for the rest of my trip. I haven't tried CBD before. Maybe I should try that. I have used higher herbs for period cramps from endometriosis and they are effective. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I just found it to be calming without messing with my head. I have to admit, I did chew uh, a couple pieces before we went to the aquarium in Valencia and I had a lovely day just sitting in the shark tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) So nice. There's nothing that I love more than looking at fish in any state of mind. Nice. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, I don't know, I guess we can go forward hoping that, that our country will regulate tax and legalize marijuana so that we can get people out of jail for yes, participating I was about to in say. a consensual activity. And just remember, if you are pro-legalization, but you are not pro-decriminalization uh, and uh, freeing incarcerated peoples, then you totally suck. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing, like. 
our drug laws and the war on drugs, they have been applied very ineffectively and very um, discriminatorily. Yes. Yep. Let's not have different rules for different sorts of people. Indeed. 420. Legalize it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, like, we wish you all sorts of like luck and joy and success in preparing like whatever herbs you're going to prepare for your witchy practice. Just be it like growing a little kitchen garden to throw into your regular food or making scented rosemary balms to just, you know, do your things. Or if you, um, if you indulge in a little, uh, cultivation of some cannabis. I have a couple book recommendations. I'm only recommending books that I own and have read. I know that there are books uh, like the Green Witch book that are specifically more herbal magic based, but I don't own those. I'm only going to recommend books that I personally have and recommend. Uh, I recommend this book all the time, The Ultimate Guide to Richcraft by Andrew Kiernan. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I really like this book because the whole herbal chapter doesn't like uh, verge into medicine at all. It's all mm-hmm. just like herbal witchcraft for like intention setting. And I think it's really great because of that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of an overview on like all witchy subjects. So there is only one chapter on the herbal stuff, just so you know. And then this, the Hearth Witch's uh, Compendium is a Ooh. really big book. It's huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. This this book is great. It, it does get a little bit like verging on some questionable medicinal practices but only like a tiny bit it's on the edge I'd say it's mostly just talking about making like balms that will soothe your eczema and stuff but it has a lot of recipes for food but their uh, herbal magic section in this book is super large and has like every type of herb that you could want to grow or harvest pretty much and all of the correspondences and it has different like ideas for making sachets it has different ideas for making like scented compresses for like calming and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff so giant book full of giant thing nice also lots of a like skincare stuff like if you want to make your own face mask out of fruit and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah i guess we could just throw in here that we're very pro modern science and medicine here Yes, but these things yes. are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, and like I I don't mind like some of the like herbalism medicine stuff like if you're just drinking if like it's like you're going to drink a tea cuz it calms your stomach or like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I just y- you can't replace modern medicine. Mhm. Yeah, well, like I said these things are mutually exclusive like when I get the cold, I mean, I make a garlic lemon ginger tea for myself and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel better but I also like I'm uh, you know I also get flu shots yep 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 (laughs) yep also this book huge uh natural cleaner section in this book which I really like Mm -hmm. don't give your money to the man power to the people yes and that those are my book recommendations Fantastic. What a nice little cold corner on the, I guess it was more like uh, dipping our toes into like the huge ocean of herbal, herbal magic that's out there and ways to use herbs in your practice. Yes. Great. We did have a teeny bit of shameless self-promotion this week. Take it away, Emily. Um, So the Sucker Punch Shrug is live. If you are watching or listening to this, it's out there on Ravelry. 
Uh, it's going to be a dollar off. So it's going to retail for $9, but it will be on release sale for $8. And that is through April 28th. So if you nice. are watching or listening to this when it comes out, you could still go get it for that price uh, on my Ravelry or Payhip shop. That's it, excellent. And we talked about it a bunch last week, so I won't go into too much detail about it, but it's a fingering weight shrug that you can make in literally any size. And uh, I think it's really cute to just throw on over an outfit in the spring. I think it looks really cute. Maybe I'll have to cast one on soon. Woo. Yeah. So Emily just said where you can find her and you can find me and my yarns at Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy and Valkyrie underscore fibers on Instagram. If you're looking for us together as Fiber Coven, we're Fiber Coven everywhere around the internet, like Instagram, Patreon, and FiberCoven.com for our show notes. Yes, indeedy. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And until next week, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.